Hey. What's up, dude? Sorry, I'm late. You're fired. <laughs> no, I need this job. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. How much are you getting paid? Uh, double what you are. <laughs> <laughs> so double of nothing. That's pretty good. Wait, what about our six sponsors? <laughs> this this episode of Ivar's Long Box is sponsored by Starbucks Coffee and All Sleep. <laughs> Not financially though, just by supporting two of the people on the show. <laughs> hey, you know, uh, Dark Horse is actually one of the uh, one of our customers for the company I work for. They use our uh, CRM software. That's cool. That's amazing. I don't even know what your software does. <laughs> it's accounting software. I just That's read. Uh, I just read The Occultist Volume Two by Dark Horse. Really? <clears throat> it was much better than Volume One. I haven't even I, read Volume One. I was very surprised. I know I've got. I only read it because right. when the the first issue of Occultist came out. The, the the issue had the same dress as the gold key Dark Horse comics. No kidding. So at first the occultist was I guess was gonna be part of that universe, but now he's part of that project Black Sky. Oh uh, Black Sky, yeah. Wasn't that yeah. canceled? I thought the it was. Project Black Sky? Yeah. I don't know. Are they I think they're still doing like Captain Midnight, aren't they? Oh. I don't know. This is not Dark Horse Longbox. <laughs> Dude, if I got the hookup on some Dark Horse, I would read the hell out of it. Yeah. <laughs> I used to read Dark Horse back in the 90s. Barbed Wire, man. Yeah. They had all kinds of cool stuff. Well, I don't know about X. Barbed Wire. Yeah, X, X is back. Yeah. I've been meaning to pick it up, but. They're doing, they got Gru right now. Gru is one of my favorite comics ever. Mm. I haven't read Gru in forever. I haven't read Gru in a week. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh he's nominated for an Eisner, isn't he? Or whatever the, the newest one. Yeah, I guess it'd be the Eisner. Or maybe it's the Harveys. I don't know. One of the two. He got nominated for uh I think Best Writer. Cool. Yeah. Which is cool because he's been doing that book for like forty years. Oh, yeah. No. I don't know what you guys are talking about. What? Oh. You don't know Gru? No, I don't know Gru. I don't know any of the Dark Horse stuff you just talked about. <laughs> That's okay. You don't need to know about that. We have to expand your mind. <laughs> Gru is a staple, though. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's a great book. Yep. You, yeah, you have to uh, tweet me some info on it so I can check it out. Yeah, just go to Groot.com, dude. I'm not going to remember that by the end of this show, and uh, I have nothing to write with around me. Paul. This is – Martin, this is all your fault. <laughs> you have a computer in front of you. I have a tablet that I cannot uh, exit this conversation to do something else on. <laughs> I probably can. I'm just afraid to because I'm afraid that I'll hang up every time I do that. Nice. So hey, guys, doing... guess what? Yeah, hey. It's time for another episode of Ivar's Long Box, the show where we look at an issue of Original Valiant and ask ourselves, does this story still hold up? 
This week, we check out the most published single issue of Valiant, Turok Dinosaur Hunter number one. I'm Josh. I'm Martin. I'm Paul. That was a pretty good transition, dude. I cut through the banter, man. <laughs> banter. Josh likes us to shut up and talk. That's for the Valiant Central <laughs> podcast, not for this podcast. We don't have time to banter. We're, we have a time limit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, we're supposed to have Martin, Martin you remember too. when I first pitched this show to you and I said, yeah, the episodes are going to be like 10, 15 minutes <laughs> long. Hey, like the first two were. <laughs> We do pretty good at We've within, been around 25 for each, 25 <laughs> minutes for each episode. It's only because Martin takes 10 minutes to say what our email address is at the end. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't even know what it is. <laughs> Ivarslongbox at gmail.com. There you go. So you put it at the beginning while people still care. You know what people do care about, though, is the books that we talk about. So we should get right on that. Yeah, so what would you guys think of Turok number one? So I'm assuming you guys have both read this before, oh, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. um, this is my first time I've reading read it. I've 1.7 million copies that were produced. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, when I, bought, when I bought out my uh, my shop's Valiant Supply, the back issues and the long boxes, um, <laughs> all they have left are Turoks. <laughs> they, they've still got like 10 copies in there. And you bought 50. <laughs> I bought three. Because they were three for a dollar. It's a fair price to pay. Yeah. And they, have they two had, backups. Well, see, the thing was, they all had different colored Valiant boxes on the cover. Because mm-hmm. um, the, you know, the, the chromium thing, I don't know how it is now, but back then the, the process wasn't very good. And so there were always like different tones on the covers yeah that makes sense plus just over time the yeah. you know they're gonna get different exposures but i gotta say the old chromium i think it looks better than the new chromium like just 100%. i think they made the art yeah. for it yeah and yeah. the new chromium they just took the cover art and made it chrome and did these indentations to try to give it some kind of shape to it It just it didn't it, it didn't work out as well i did not that i dislike the new ones necessarily i just they didn't thrill me. Um, not like Ninjak number one. Now, that was some hot chromium action right there. Dude, and that gold, ver- we shouldn't even talk about that book. This is Turok. Yeah, stop getting us off subject. But no, um, so this is my first the, time reading Turok. The, uh, before you go there, the gold Ninjak number yellow. one is freaking awesome looking. Everything's yellow. It's awesome looking. Turok number one. I, I love it's this yellow. cover. How, what, what do you guys think of the cover? I think the cover is cool. I think it's interesting that they have uh, like a chromium sticker slapped on it instead of doing the whole cover chromium. Yeah. Um, I find that odd. I don't know why they would choose to do that. To make it look different, I think. Yeah, that's all I could guess. Well, you or chromium know what? was just getting too damned expensive. I don't even know. This how, cover is great. I don't know how your copy is, but my, my chromium sticker is. It looks like it was cut up by. Uh, Somebody who shall not be named. Um, <laughs> Are the feet cut off? <laughs> <laughs> no, like the, the bottom, the the ed, the bottom edge is straight with the bottom of the cover, um, but the top edge of the chromium uh, sticker is not straight. So aside from the uh, the chromium cutting issues, I do think this is a pretty awesome cover. Um, this cover is so nice. Bart Sears did it twice. 
Ooh, look at you. When he, when he, yeah, <laughs> when he when he launched, when they did the new Turok <laughs> for Dynamite, mm, he oh, did yeah, discover. Right. Yeah, yeah. But see, with the Dynamite Turok, he's the dinosaur hugger, not the dinosaur <laughs> yeah, hugger. Yeah. I was, I gotta say, I was a little shocked and appalled to see him killing these poor dinosaurs. Yeah, well, he is. Dinosaurs are wearing hats. <laughs> 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 oh wow paul between your armorines butt armor they're like, and this they're one like yam- they're like little yamakas um so i i that's like- where their brains are man <laughs> How can you ruthlessly kill something that wears a little hat? It's just, just... <laughs> <laughs> it's just uh, put a little propeller on the top of them. Does that make Turok the villain of the story, Paul? Uh, no, the villain of the story is the colorist who made it all yellow again, oh which is surprising because yeah. Jorge Gonzalez has colored it a lot. And I don't think he's a bad colorist, but damn, is there a lot of yellow in these books lately? You know what? I think it was a 90s thing. Um, mm-hmm. And I this one isn't nearly as bad as a lot of the other ones that we've seen. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I bought a bunch of uh, Wildstorm books um, during Free Comic Book Day, and they did that on there too, man. Like every dialogue bar, the uh, the narration boxes, they're all yellow. I was like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, that must have just kind of been the the norm then. But like when you go through the the art, and it, like there are some some scenes and panels that have a lot of yellow in them, but it's not inappropriately yellow. Some of the other issues that we've read, just the it's like they made everything yellow and then went from there. Yeah. So this isn't nearly that bad, but it did. Uh, all the yellow did jump out at me, but this is an instance of you know this kind of does show that it was probably just a trend and not just a bad choice. Um, Aside from that, um, I liked the story a lot. I feel like it was, you know, putting a lot of pieces together because, uh, you know, by this time Turok had popped in here and there and different stuff. Um, but that was kind of over a stretch of time too, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, he first appeared in what was it, Magnus? And I, I really liked all the Unity references in here. Yeah. Uh, that, that's a, a, a great way to set this book up. How long after Unity did this come out? Um, let's see. This would yeah, be... it had to be close to a year because Unity ended in uh, in September, October. This is July like of '93. Yeah, so this is close to a year after Unity when this came out. So it's not too far. I mean, it's you know a good amount of time, but it's not so far that people are going to have forgotten or anything. So the references were good because it ties it in. It reminds you of where you've seen Turok before, especially because back then stuff wasn't as readily available as it is now. So if you didn't read the issues he was in, you might not have ever read them. So they can't assume that people would go back and find them or anything. Yep. Well, that's the case with me. When I, when I was younger, I read this before I read Unity. Mm-hmm. So this recap at the beginning, that was my first, really my first exposure to Unity. Yeah. So. Yeah, because I came aboard in 93, so... I came aboard in 2012. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Um, let's. I want to talk about the art. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Bart, let's talk about the art. I've I've heard. I mean, he's a name that has become recognizable for me, but it's, I hadn't really gotten familiar with his art. But I haven't 
got the best feeling from people about his art. So tell me what you guys think. For, I mean, from what I've seen, it's kind of hit or miss. Um, I really did like what he did in the EXO book because uh, he, he had a run there for a while. Um, and I know I, I talked about in the last episode, uh, my exposure to Bart Sear was through uh, Wizard Magazine because he had an art column where he taught the readers how to draw characters. Um, That's right. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, the difference between the male and female anatomy and, like, perspective and things like that. Uh, but his his art style is very... It, it's different. It's Everything looks kind of like it could... If it was colored correctly, everything would be made out of metal. Um, because of, like, the, the shading and the ink... I, I don't know if he, if he inked this book, um, but it seems like the, the ink style of – no, he didn't. Randy Elliott. Rand, yeah, Randy Elliott. Um, but just the way that all his <laughs> his images appear in every book that I've seen him do, it's this like very thick ink around the muscles, uh, like really defining things. And like everything – like all the muscles have reflections and stuff on them. Which is not as apparent in this book, um, I think, because of the the type of coloring used. Uh, but in some of the later stuff, where it's it's obviously you know computer colors, uh, it, it definitely you can definitely see the difference. Um, but I mean, I, I love it. Like uh, that XO fifty X and O. Those are probably some of my favorite uh, Sears covers, and um, I, I really enjoyed his work. I read his stuff back then and then you know i mentioned also he had his own um his own company that didn't get very far because he i'm assuming he's a slow artist and so he had put out like three or four books and you know those took like six months um and there were just previews of what was coming up and then it, it never went anywhere but uh josh i mean you were reading this stuff back then what what, what do you think of sears yeah, here's my valiant confession. I'm I'm not a fan. Uh, what? I think this the podcast word... is over. You're not a fan <laughs> of valiant this whole time, man. No, no, <laughs> no, no. That's not what I'm saying. No, I'm not a fan of Bart Sears. Uh, uh, I like I I'm the opposite of you, Martin. I like his Turok stuff better than his EXO stuff. I really, really dislike his EXO work. Uh, <laughs> I think he. I think everybody is shiny looking and yeah, yeah. super muscly, and they stand weird. And people's hair goes like McDonald's arches. <laughs> um, it's just. It's just not for me. Yeah. It's not my favorite thing. Now he did those two episodes. Episodes. He did those two issues of Bloodshot um, for the new Valiant, mm-hmm. and I. I actually really like those. But I think what they were trying to do is they were trying to do like a, a '90s kind of vibe yeah, to a yeah. story so it really worked um it see when i read those um i didn't really know who bart sears was but i liked those issues and i thought that the art suited what they were doing story-wise yeah. well um i haven't read any of his exo or anything the first exposure i had knowing who bart sears was to his art was the variant that he did for unity number one yeah the, i was like yes, oh this is variant. cool yeah. yeah and i picked it up and then everybody was like bart sears blah 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 don't like him it's like, oh, whatever. I'm surprised um, to hear people say that because I've, I've always been under the impression that people really like his stuff and that I was kind of by myself on that island. So, 
Yeah, I mean, I, it it wasn't out now like we hate Bart Sears, but I think that uh, the the just the impression. That's why I wanted to hear what your your two impressions were. Is uh, you know, the impression I got was you know that his art, you know, was very '90s dated kind of art. Um, and you know, looking through this, there's some stuff that I love in here, but then there's other stuff that like the one that that really jumped out at me uh, as being just a little too exaggerated is. Uh, I have a digital copy here, but it's it's page fifteen on the digital. Wait, wait. It's when uh, you don't have a physical copy of Turok. Well, I own a physical copy. <laughs> I have my tablet in front of me. Oh, okay. Um, but it's the page where he's uh, he's standing with the woman who helped him when he was hurt, and in the background of the top panel is a, a field where they're they're planting. Yeah. Yep. He and he is just huge in that. I mean, his how broad his shoulders are, and when you look through everything else, it's like, yeah, he's a big guy. But even if you look at the panel. That's right by his massive left calf. Um, <laughs> yes. He looks much more normal, and he just looks way too exaggerated in that one panel. Hey, listen, so I feel I, like, as a man with very large calves myself, I take offense. I I bet you I have larger calves than you. I <laughs> have massive in the the calf region. Um, I mean, we could go we could go crazy on the anatomy. I mean, look at his knee in that picture. His knees aren't lined up. His, well, he's, his, he's, he's walking, so when you walk, the leg that's on the ground grows. That's how you <laughs> keep from falling down. <laughs> and then, and then his arm, his his right arm is a lot smaller than his left arm. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, that's well, just yeah. Flexing, he's flexing for for Sarita. Yeah, because he wants to, you know, he wants to get. And when you flex, it draws your lower arm into your upper arm to make it bigger. Um, you know. <laughs> at least he's not inking it himself i've read books where he's he's drawn and inked yeah and uh it's he did a run for dc uh, on the warlord <laughs> and you couldn't tell what was going on in that book at all like really? it's just panel to panel i had no idea what was happening in that story yeah but this yeah, throughout i this, mean the panel layouts are love. The panel layouts are great in this. I mean, he can draw a really awesome dinosaur. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, hats and all. <laughs> yeah, Monarch's kind of crazy. But I enjoyed it. Oh, here you go. I'm going to put this in the show notes. I found one of the um, the lessons from Wizard Magazine on on his website. Cool. Yeah, I'll send it to you guys. I don't even know how to text in this thing. There you go. So, Paul, do you want to know, do you want to read part two? Like, where did it leave off, and you were intrigued as to what happens next? Oh, me with this? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I liked the story a lot. The art mm-hmm. was some of it was really good. Some of it was very '90s looking, but I I didn't dislike it at all. Like, I think that this was a very good book. Did yeah. you like the story better um, here or when it was Exo Man of War number one? Because it's 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 almost the same story. <laughs> um, I get what you're saying, and if anything, I feel like they developed doing the same story a little bit better. Um, the Exo number one. Uh, I liked it, but one of the things that I – and other people like this. Like I know Michael Myers, he did the the Valiant Versus podcast, and he did yeah. all three XO ones and compared to me. He loved how they had XO talk. I hated how they had XO talk. It's yeah, like you know, somebody's internal monologue when – like in my mind, 
it wouldn't come out broken like that. Yeah. So, you know, you, you show it in a different way and it's just going to be what different people like. So that's fine. Like, you know, if, if XO was trying to talk to me, it might sound like that, but if he's talking in his head, it's not going to sound like that, my opinion. So I felt that this was a little bit, um, a, li- a little bit smoother in that regards. Um, but it was, I mean, it wasn't just that, it, you know, it tied uh, the unity story into, you know, what, what this was leading up to. There was some history already there before this started. So that kind of, <laughs> I think made it a little bit smoother, but yeah, I mean, in a lot of ways, this is pretty much just like how the exo story was, except uh, Sarita hasn't been killed and had her head put on a pike yet. That's true. Yeah. Thanks for ruining it, Paul. <laughs> what I said, it didn't. Ha- you read the comic, Martin. It did not happen in this comic. No, he's saying you're ruining exo number one because we haven't read that yet for the podcast. <laughs> That's right. Um, I agree. I like the story. Um, I, I don't always like stories with a lot of like inner monologue and narration. Um, I prefer the characters interacting and seeing what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I prefer the show, not tell. But I mean, for a first issue, you kind of need this kind of thing. And, uh, I, I thought I thought the internal monologue stuff was well done here. I thought it was well done in uh, in EXO also. Yeah. It, it, it works with these. Like, it doesn't always work. Sometimes it's just too much. And with these, it works because, you know, who's he going to be talking to while he's hunting a dinosaur, you know, in the jungle before he meets anybody? He's not going to be talking. So, you know, it works here. It worked with XO. But I know what you're saying. Yep. Josh? Oh, I, th- I love this story. I know I'm asking leading questions, but I, th- <laughs> I think it's great. I, I almost... I almost started over again after I just read it. <laughs> this is fantastic. <laughs> so I'm assuming for you it holds up then. Oh yeah, I love Turok. I could I could read Turok anytime. And, and it's yeah, it's great. And yeah, this was so I've read. Uh, I mean, aside from we read, uh, well, we, he he showed up in that one random Geomancer we read, and then I've read him in his little part in Unity and his little part in Magnus. And I was hoping that this wouldn't be just like those two earlier showings of it. I feel like this really is its own thing. And yeah. I like that. Yep. Agreed. So uh, we'll give this a holds up. Yes. Yes. Now I want to get a Nintendo 64 and play the game. Dude, yes. I was thinking that because you know, my, my brother posted that picture on Facebook. Um, I think it was yesterday or today. The, Which uh, one? The sweet meme of you? <laughs> that was a pretty this, sweet meme. This is not the Turok in the game. No, 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 no. Not at all. Not at all. But I do remember playing the game, and just reading yeah. this makes me want to play it. Yeah. But, They're good games. Yeah. Let's, hey, do you guys want to know what I'm gonna, we're going to read next? Yes. No. Oh, okay. Bye, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, randomout.org says we're going to be reading uh, Rye number 31 next. (laughs) That's awesome. A little bit of face right there. A little bit of face. (laughs) (laughs) Don't talk about this book yet. That's for the next episode. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, good. Because we haven't read any of these yet. Of course not. Why don't we uh, wrap the show up and tell everybody where we can be found, starting with Josh. 
you can find me on another podcast that I'm super proud of called A Valiant Effort, where uh, we read New Valiant and talk about it. Quantum and Woody, Volume 3 is the next episode. Cool. When's that coming out? This week? Uh, uh, well, it might come out two days before you release this if you release this on its normal release schedule. Terrific. So <laughs> if you're listening to this and haven't listened so, to that, make sure you go catch it. So that means tomorrow talking. <laughs> <laughs> but two I days ago, listen listening. <laughs> cool. You can find Paul and I, and sometimes Josh, on the Valiant Central podcast. When so, I'm angry enough to come talk. Yeah, I know. You weren't that angry. I wasn't, no. And I, I think you're... You're, I, I don't want to talk about that book anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we we did we did an episode. We just texted Paul. about it enough today. Yeah, I mean we did we did the one with you and Paul, and then you know we had uh, the Valiant Podcast guys on, and we talked about it for two hours, and then on the episode that we just released uh, this week with Paul, um, I guess Martin that would be today. It, again. it would be today. Yeah. No, Paul started talking Martin, about it again. Martin brought it up again. Now, granted, we only talked about it for like 15 minutes this time, but yeah. Um, I'm getting it. Paul's getting it. Josh is going to get it. And uh, yeah. If well, you really want to get it, you'll find a way to get it. Yeah, you'll get it. Now, shut up, Paul. No you more shut talk. Up. No more talk of that book. And I would just like to reiterate that the Valium podcast was on our show. That's what I said. I know. I was just reiterating it. Making sure they heard it. Oh, Michael yeah. tell them. He listens to us. Michael tell them. <laughs> it was really fun up. doing that with them. He knows what's up. Uh, we're all on Twitter. Josh, you're at I Want Valiant. Paul is at Who's Paul. I am at Valiant underscore Central. If you want to email us, you can email us directly at IvarsLongbox at gmail.com. And uh, I want some more comments, man. We had some great comments. They were all hate comments, but some great ones to start off. And now they're just like, cool job. I don't want to hear cool job. Tell me what we're doing wrong. Uh, send us your hate mail. And you can find this episode and all the back episodes wherever fine podcasts are found. Until next time. I haven't come up with a saying yet, guys. Sorry. Have a good night. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. That was a hell of a good ending. <laughs> so much buildup. We finally didn't waste time, and then we ended it like that. <laughs>